You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. Welcome back, listeners, for For the Lore's sixth adventure into the Dungeons & Dragons world of Estion. When last we left our two heroes, Sir Reginald and Tag, were sailing across the sea in an attempt to reach Sir Reginald's hometown of Cerulea. They were beset by many obstacles along the way. That's, you know, of course, having to steal the ship in the first place. Uh, The near mutiny of the crew and the attack by undead water zombies so i believe we are in the morning after the attack we are on lath the 25th of lamb so we are in the middle of fall still how are we doing today gentlemen still trying to figure out what the hell those things were all right how far are we in terms of days from our destination now well, that's going to depend on how this next navigation check goes, I believe. <laughs> well, why'd you ask us if, how we're doing if you're just going to tell us how you're going to roll something anyways? Because it's my job. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. All right. So, if so I what are we rolling? Sir Reginald has been our navigator. Tag was sleeping, so yes. Okay. I'm assuming he's woken up. If not. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say it's after he's woken up, uh, rested from the night's festivities. Okay, well, then I would have stepped away and he could... Take the damn wheel. I forgot. What is the... Because uh, navigation isn't a skill. It's what going to it be again? survival. Uh-huh. All right. That's plenty good enough to move you just outside of Vermilion Point. Now you can see it just ahead. Uh, why don't you gentlemen make perception tests? And Sir Reginald, that's a plus zero for you. So, yeah, Tag, you hear the odd splashing uh, coming from all around the ship, really. I go take a look. Uh, Remember your fishing friend from last night? Yeah. Yeah, His family's here. (sighs) Are they dead, too? No, no, this is the actual fish-like humanoid, not the undead ones. Okay. The big one. How many are there? Uh, They're surrounding the ship. They're diving above and below the waterline, so it's hard to get an accurate count. But uh, as they're coming up, you can hear their singing in a gurgling sort of voice. Okay. Tag, do they look dangerous? Do they look like they want to hurt us, or are they just serenading us? I'm pretty sure they're probably going to try to kill us. How far are we to shore? As in, if you were to sail the ship there or if you were to swim? If we were to steer the ship directly into the shore. Uh, if you just want to beach the ship, I mean, you've been staying pretty close to the shoreline, so you can make it in a couple of minutes. And these things, are they climbing up our hull or are they just kind of swimming around? Yeah, they're just uh, keeping pace with the ship. Well, if they're just keeping pace, I say we keep going. Yeah, I mean, we're coming up on Vermilion Point. I don't stay vigilant and try to pull them out of the docks there. If they stay there during that time, then, you know, we'll have more to deal with or more to help deal with if necessary, potentially. I would tell Tag to stay on the 
wheel. I would say, Robin, get your ass to the left side of the ship. I will take the right side. Keep an eye over the side. And if anything starts to come up, haul her. Okay. If that's going to be our course of action, everybody can make a dexterity saving throw. So, Reginald, that is a plus one for you. Very nice. <laughs> Those are the lamest sea creatures I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. That was Robin. <laughs> oh, damn it. Robin! So all three of Jesus you Christ. are knocked off your feet and prone to the deck as a large tentacle reaches over the a kraken. ship. A kraken? I didn't say a kraken. I just said a tentacle. I mean, it's either a kraken or, or a really bad anime. So the ship's progress has halted as you, the three of you are thrown to the deck. Okay. Anything that is strong enough to halt a ship like this in its tracks is, yes, either a giant squid or a kraken or a octopus. Just how big is this tentacle? Uh, because Robin looks a little too excited. I know she's been lonely, but this is not right. <laughs> well, the tentacle came up from the ocean side, so I believe that was your side on the starboard uh, Sir Reginald. So yes, it's reaches all the way across the deck of the ship. How just this one single tentacle. And it looks to be approximately four to five feet in diameter. Huh. All right. I'm going to hit it with an Eldritch Blast. Uh, well, we're going to roll initiative first. It's plus one, Sir Reginald. Oh, Jesus. Man, you guys are Did you like do something to the tonight. dice? This may be a short-lived adventure. <laughs> I have a feeling that you have sanded down a couple of sides. <laughs> Making sure we're rolling 20s and not 10s. <laughs> All right, so Tag, uh, you are first to act. Uh, is there any, like, barrels of pitch or oil on the ship? I mean, we took inventory oh. of the ship. Is there anything like that? Yeah. Sure, why not? Cool. I start grabbing them and bringing them up to the side where the tentacle is and start chucking them overboard. Overboard? Yep. Why aren't you spilling them on the, the Kraken? You can do that with some of the other ones. No. I'm going to blow this thing up. But don't blow the <laughs> ship up, you idiot. We want to go to land anyway. I didn't say that. Not yet. Yeah. All right, so uh, since you were knocked prone, I'll say you can get one barrel overboard. Uh, where are you throwing it? Towards the ocean side, like towards okay. the Kraken. The starboard side. Um, go ahead and make an athletics check. I'm sure these things are not very light. Yeah, okay, you get it over, no problem. Uh, Sir Reginald, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to take one, and I'm going to smash it onto the tentacle. Okay, uh, you can make an athletics check as well. That is plus one. All right, you smash it onto the tentacle. Good. Is it still my turn or is it Robin's turn now? Uh, that would be your action, so now Robin is going to be able to do something. Okay, Robin, light it up. She's got a little lighter for when she's cooking my food. Yeah, she has her, you know, flint and steel. Yep, light it up. All right. Um, I don't think she'll have to roll for that. So, let's say the tentacle 
will take four damage this turn, and it will take further damage on later turns. Is it doing anything? Or just simmering like a barbecue? Yeah, you're making an octopus fried octopus. Okay, so it's bouncing around or just kind of staying there, clutching the ship still? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it was an either-or narrator. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, a, oh, yeah. Its reaction will now be to flinch and smack the large tentacle in the direction of the person that just lit it on fire. Of course. So let me see. That is a plus five. Wow. Oh, yes. It smacks Robin. Dealing her 13 damage, knocking her unconscious, and now has her lifeless body gripped in its tentacles. In its tentacle. Oh, 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 shit just got real now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My eyes are in flames right now. Oh, is it my turn or tag? <laughs> tag, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I will hold my action. <laughs> okay, remember 5th edition doesn't have hold action. You can ready an action to use later. Okay, I will ready an action, which is to shoot a flaming arrow, which I will set up with by tying off cloth, do it, and light it on fire. And what is the trigger for your shooting your flaming arrow? Whenever... I see whatever Sir Reginald does since he's already lit this thing on fire. Okay, so at the end of Sir Reginald's turn, you're going to shoot an arrow. Yep. Okay, Sir Reginald, what is your turn? I am diving. How close am I to this thing? It's right next to you. It's right next to me? Okay. Mm -hmm. I have taken out my sickle, Mm -hmm. and I have sliced into it. How thick is the armor? Well, that's going to require an attack roll. All right, because I'm going to climb into this thing like a freaking tauntaun. (laughs) I if I have to swim to the core of its okay. body through the tentacles, we are not done. So roll your d20 plus three. All right, you slice it. Uh, roll your damage. D4 plus Uh, with that damage, it's not quite enough to uh, create much of an opening. <laughs> oh, I'm not done. It, it is a five foot thick. <laughs> I'm hacking. Octopus tentacle. I will just keep hacking at this thing. I'm not done. All right. Well, on Robin's turn, she's going to. Well, he's done, right? That was yeah, his turn. Oh, yes. Oh, yep. Of course. Tag. Go ahead and do. So your then thing. I, uh, I go and I try to blow up the barrel of pitch that I threw overboard earlier. Let's see if I can actually hit it. I'd say you can. Yay! And uh, just a, a straight D6. Very nice. And again, it'll continue taking more burning damage on each turn. Okay. So for Robin's turn, she needs to make a save against death. Which she succeeds. So, the octopus tentacle will take another D6 from Robin's fire. And it will take that for one more turn. And it will now drop Robin. And uh, let's see which one of you decides to attack. Oh, that would be Sir Reginald. (laughs) Wow, you done pissed it off. 
So it hit me for one? No, I was. that was just me deciding who it was going to swing at. Ah. Uh, it misses you entirely. Fine. It I'm just not... sails right over your head as you duck to the deck. All right. I'm hacking again. Well, on your turn, you can. It is. Oh. Uh, I take a look. Can I see any bit of it, like, from over the side? Like, is it any bulbous parts or sensitive parts that I can see? All you can see uh, to the waterline is just the one large tentacle. Although you can see some other tentacles starting to wrap around the ship as well. Crap. We might be lost, dude. I don't know if we have enough firepower. It's original. Not listening. <laughs> Blind with rage. Ooh, fiery you know what, uh, you rage. You know what I am going to do? Sound is a lovely thing, isn't it? Not when you sing. I'm going to try to thunder wave this son of a bitch and see if I can get it to let loose. Okay. Right. Take me a second to see if I can get the spell up. I'm remembering correctly, that's just a con save that it gets? I don't remember. We're about to find out. Uh, yes, constitution saving throw. And its constitution is not that great, actually. Uh, I'm going to assume a four isn't enough. No, no. So it will take 2d8 damage. Wow. And uh, it gets pushed if it can be pushed. Yes, uh, it gets pushed. Uh, some of the smaller tentacles kind of fall away, but uh, the large one that's on the deck of the ship, 10 feet of movement, isn't really going to do much to it. Right. Doesn't loosen its grip enough for us to get out, huh? No. Uh, it would have dropped somebody if it was holding them, but it let go of poor Robin. Is Robin conscious? Not at the moment. Okay. So, Sir Reginald, what hacking. are you going to do? Hacking! Hack, hacking, okay. Hacking. Hacking. Very, very passionately. Hacking. Do I have to with my roll? Yeah, that's a d20 plus one. Or plus three, I'm sorry. Mm, the hack is not quite good enough. You were still recovering from diving to the deck to avoid its attack, and you came up and swing wide. That's bullshit. You no, I'm pretty sure on a five, that's not bullshit. <laughs> Unless you would like a better description of how you miss your attack. Uh, Robin has to save again. And she does. And uh, Where is this big tentacle on the ship? Middle, straight in the middle, off to one side, where? Uh, I say It's coming from the starboard side, and it's... Use normal words for people who don't live on boats. But you're from the coast, Sir Reginald. That doesn't mean that I I had people... You said you were great at boats. To to ride in them and have people ride me about? Certainly. I don't need to know these things. Starbird is the right side, the side facing the open sea. Okay, so, yes, but you didn't answer my question. Where is the tentacle on the ship? Because you said it's going kind of across it. It came from one side, and it's... Yes, it, so it's middle. It's, yeah, it's approximately across the center of the ship. Okay. So, but it's you know it's a tentacle. It's not a straight line. It's kind of mm-hmm. snaking its way around. Especially since you're hacking at it, it's swinging at you. Oh, which by the way, it's swinging at you. And that one will hit, dealing you ten damage. Uh, you were back up to full, so mm-hmm. that will leave you at four, I believe. Yes. And uh, you are now grappled by it. It's 
suckers have just latched onto you. Tag, do you have any blasting abilities, or can you put a um, one of those barrels by the big piece of wood that's holding up the sail so that it can come crashing down on it? Then how are we going to go? We'll swim if we have to. At this point, that's a logistic that we really don't need to worry about. I'm just going to do another thunder wave and see if I can get it to let him go. Okay. Uh, that was... I'm going to assume an 18 makes the save. It does. So it'll still take half the 2d8, but it will not be moved. Jeez. So again, the smaller tentacles that were starting to warm their way back up have fallen back off again. And the large tentacle is now shuddering. And it's, you've ruptured some of the skin from your echoing damage. Uh, Sir Reginald, you are wrapped up by a tentacle. Well, apparently my hands are touching it, so then I'm going to use my burning hands melee ability. Okay, and you know what? Since it's holding you, I'm going to give it disadvantage on its dexterity save. Makes the save. <laughs> so it kind of flings you around and your your flames don't quite uh, get enough of it. I believe that is 2d6 on Burning Hands. Why am I asking you? Yes, Burning Hands is 3d6. And it will take half of that because it made the save. So since it has Sir Reginald wrapped up, it uh, is not going to make a second attack. Instead, you start hearing really bad creaking and snapping noises from the ship. <sighs> We're gonna have to oh, and I forgot, for uh, Robin needs to make another save. All right, so Robin is no longer bleeding out. She's just normally unconscious. Now are you going to okay. blow the mast? Tag, it's your turn. Well, I can try to blow the mast. Sure, why not? I'll drag a barrel of pitch over to the bottom of the mast, move Robin out of the way, and light it up and see if it'll blow or crack the mast. Or Make sure to put to it on the proper side. It. It's like taking a tree down. Yep. I know. So I'll try that. What, what do you need me to roll for it? I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing in the book for blowing up barrels. Um, I am unimpressed by your RP. Do you want me to make an athletics? Do you want me? Would you? Would you like me to make an athletics check to get it in the right spot? Yeah, make an athletics check to get it there. Correct. And you do. And um, roll two d10 for the damage it deals to the mast. Oh yeah, that mast comes crashing down. And you know what? That was such an impressive roll. I'm going to say it does enough damage to get the tentacle to let go of the ship. Yay! Okay. Didn't say it let go of Sir Reginald. Oh, damn. (laughs) Sir Reginald, you can make uh, either acrobatics or athletics. Uh, They're both the same for you, so they're going to be a plus one. But uh, would you like to try and power your way out or be evasive? Damn you, Tag! He I, did what you told him to do. I'm going to have burning hands this sucker before it hits the water. If you do that, you're going under with it. <laughs> I'll hold my breath. It'll let me go when my burning hands hit Your best bet is going to try and get out. <laughs> Who's playing here? Okay. All right. 
I'm right. burning we'll hands. I'm mad. I'm going to burn it. It'll we'll give it let the me same go. Save. Uh, this time it fails the save. So you're going to deal the full 3d6. Uh, given the damage of the mast fallen on it, I'd say it's enough for it to let you go as you go plummeting into the water. That's fine. What do I see when I hit the water? Lots of fish people. That's fine. Are they attacking? Uh, their weird singing has taken on a very different tone right now. Ooh, can I try to make a survival check to uh, get a line across uh, Sir Reginald and yank him up? Um, I could say you could just throw a rope down to him for free. He'll have to climb up it, though. How's your climbing there, buddy? Uh, again, it's going to be either athletics or acrobatics, which are both plus one. All right, I'm going to throw it over. And Sir Reginald clambers right up. He wants nothing to do with the fish people in the water. Although now that there is blood and chunks of octopus floating to the surface, uh, you see them start to slowly duck below the waves and appear to be retreating. All right. Is the ship still sailing? No, not so much sailing, but is it taking on water? It's floating. So it's not taking Uh, on water. No, the tentacle and the... uh, beast that bore it uh, did not deal enough damage to structurally uh, compromise the ship at this point if somebody hadn't blown up the mass she could probably sail right to Vermilion Point yeah well if we had not blown up the mass I would still be getting squashed to death thank you very much and much worse could have happened with the freaking fish people coming on board at least That's now one way to look at it. there you go now any ship that I've ever been on has a side boat so that you can get to shore when you need to. I'm going to assume this one has one such boat as well, correct? That is a very nice assumption, yes. There you go. Dag, I suggest we get Robin into the boat and start yeah, rowing for I shore. Actually, heal, I heal Robin so she's not unconscious and dead weight. Good, because she's okay. going to have to start rowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Robin's up to 7 HP. So am I imagining uh, Robin and Tag rowing while Sir Reginald sits in the back of the boat with an umbrella? No, no umbrella. I'm keeping an eye out to make sure that nobody's going to attack us from around the boat. He, he's he got magic left. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, he doesn't after using Burning Hands twice. He can still Eldritch Blast, which I is can a lot more do. damage than my, than my cantrips do. So, so are you heading straight for shore or are you trying to get to Vermilion Point? No, we're going to shore. Straight to shore. <laughs> All right. It's not exactly an easy trip, but it progresses uneventfully. Before we are out of range of the boat, however, I want to shoot it with an Eldritch Blast. Right where the water can start going in. I want that bastard on the bottom of the ocean. All right, roll for your Eldritch Blast. That's a plus five. Just barely. No, why'd you roll a d6? You need to roll a d20. You said just roll the thing. Yeah, why roll you for your Eldritch Blast. No, that's not what I wanted to do. No, well, that's exactly what you did do. No, five. <laughs> there. That's a five. Okay, there you go. If I was a jerk, I'd make you keep the one, but whatever. You blast a hole in the ship. There. It slowly starts taking on water. Now I smile. I say, okay, we can go down. All right. So you're sure. Well, that was fun. We're alive. The brief life of pirates. 
Well, I mean, I guess the good news is when we pull into port, they won't be looking for us. What makes you think they'd be looking for us? Because I'm pretty sure that we stole a boat and they would have been looking for that boat to come into a dock somewhere. There's no Just way they could have gotten word ahead of us. We've been. You never know. There are magical means fast. to send messages. You should know of this. Fine, whatever. All right, how long before we reach Vermilion Point? Uh, you're close enough. It's a, a couple of hours, and you guys can walk into Vermilion Point. Okay, I suggest we start walking. So what do you do once you arrive? Well, we'd like to know what the what the town is like. Yeah, yes, narrator I, is really slacking tonight, I have to tell you. <laughs> so as you come through Vermilion Point, it looks similar to Opal Bay, but Opal Bay was more of a fishing village. Whereas Vermilion Point, uh, you can tell from the, the 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 nicer buildings, the finer clothes. This seems to be more of a merchant town. Uh, less fishy smell. Uh, the ships are a lot larger. Uh, very not very many with nets hanging off their sides. Yeah, we more should like look. your type of town. It looks like we should look for a vendor so that we can get rid of the items that we took from the sailors that we have on us. I okay. left all the crap unless you took it with you. I took it. Yeah. How'd you get I it had... off the boat when you were running? <laughs> I had it in my pack. I grabbed my pack when we left. Okay. All it's right. a magical pack what, that has what everything did you in have? it. I have. <laughs> Five scimitars. Leathers from the captain to sell. Old fish for Robin, but we'll keep that so she can cook it. I don't understand what I wrote here. Plus 7G from chest. Plus, oh, gold from chest. No, that's just the money. So, yes, I have the leathers and the scimitars that I can sell. Okay, so for the scimitars, wow, very nice. Uh, you'll get a total of 62 gold. And then I'm trying to remember what leather he was wearing. It was just regular leather armor, if I'm remembering correctly. He's a captain. It'd be damn nice leather. Fine leather. Well, I mean, yeah, the fact but there's also a level one bandit captain. <laughs> studded leather. But he had style. He had an image to maintain. Now, here's a choice we have to make, Sir Reginald. Because I don't remember if I asked you this. Did you want to keep the leather armor for yourself? You said it's crappy armor. Why would I want to keep it? It's better than what you got. But does it look better? It's, uh, you know, it's got some nice uh, rings of metal attached to it. How much would I get for selling it? For selling it, you would get 22 gold. And how much would I get for selling my leather that I'm wearing Uh, now? Your old armor, you would get five gold. Okay, I'm going to sell my old one and put the new stuff on in the street because I'm very comfortable with the way that I look. In fact, I'm giving these people some enjoyment for the day. They'll talk about this. They'll feel good about themselves. So your armor class now goes up to 13. I don't know what that means. On the top center of your character sheet, armor class was a 12. It's now a 13. It's now one harder to hit you. There you go. See? It was worth it. And Tag, even though you said you did not want any of these scimitars, I'm going to toss him 10 gold. (laughs) 
That's generous. He didn't even want any. And I think that's a good enough point to end this particular adventure. You'll be happy to know that for defeating the scourge that has been taking these ships from the fishing and shipping waters, you've reached level three. Yes. So let's see what Sir Reginald gets at level three. Level three is a very cool level for warlocks. So first of all, roll a d8. Oh, come on! Wow. Plus one, so your maximum HP goes up to 16. What does that mean? Where is my HP? Now I have two more hit points. No, I know, but where's my HP? Uh, right below your armor class. Oh, that's right. I'm currently at four. Mm-hmm. But I'll be up 16. Okay. So... At level three, the warlock learns their pact boon. Now, I remember when we were creating this character, you said you wanted to go pact of the blade. Uh, I'll remind you, your other two options are pact of the chain, which gives you a familiar, or pact of the tome, which increases your spellcasting abilities. But pact of the blade gives you a magical weapon that you can wield. What's a familiar? Familiar is just a little... uh, Is it useful? It's all right. (laughs) <laughs> that did not sound convincing. If I was playing a warlock, I would not choose Pact of the Chain. Right. So basically, more power or magical weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My magic is doing pretty good damage when I Ooh. roll properly. <laughs> How much better are we talking? Is it like a percentage? I'll read you exactly what it says. So for Pact of the Blade... You can use your action to create a packed weapon in your empty hand. So you can just summon it. You don't even have to be carrying it. You can choose the form of this melee weapon takes each time you create it. So it can even be a different weapon every time. You are proficient with it while you wield it. The weapon counts as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Uh, Your packed weapon disappears if it's more than five feet away from you for one minute or more. And then as you level up and you find actual magical weapons, you can turn those special magical weapons into your Pact weapon as well. For Pact of the Tome... Don't even bother. That was too damn cool. I'm taking that. Okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said when we were talking about it all those months ago. So, I said you can choose the form of it. Uh, you, You can even choose how it looks. But it can change on the fly. Mm hmm so I can decide that but, uh, one day it's a magical sickle and another day it's a flaming sword. Yes. And, of course, uh, the form you choose for it will determine the amount of damage it deals. Right. All right. And you could, you could choose a great axe, a war hammer. Uh, any melee weapon is open to you because you will automatically be proficient with it when you summon it. Okay. <gasps> flaming spatula! <laughs> and dual-wielding... A flaming frying pan. For reaching third level, you have two first level spell slots currently, correct? Okay. That's on the third page of your character sheet, your spells? Yes. Okay. You no longer have two first level spell slots. You now have two second level spell slots. This is how warlocks work. They don't get very many spell slots, but they level up with their spells very quickly. So uh, let me see if you get... I don't think you get any benefits for casting Burning Hands with the second level. But let me double check. And I know your other spells don't get the boost. 
Ah, completely. So now when you cast Burning Hands, it will deal 4d6 damage instead of 3d6. Because you're automatically casting it at second level, since you don't have first level slots anymore. 4d6. Okay. And you get to choose one more spell. So for being a Fiend Pact Warlock... I'm not Fiend. Yeah, you're Fiend. Okay. Uh, you can choose either Blindness and Deafness or Scorching Ray. Blindness, Deafness, exactly what it sounds like. You can choose to make something either blind or deaf. Scorching Ray is a Searing Beam of Fire. And then you also have, can choose from the standard level 2 Warlock spells. I should take a picture of my sheet. I'm Level actually three on, is um, like magic weapon with an exclamation mark. <laughs> I don't know. So what <laughs> second level warlock spells you can also choose from cloud of daggers. Uh, pretty much what it sounds like. It summons a magical AOE of daggers. Crown of madness. I think Sir Reginald's really going to like crown of madness. I'll read that one to you specifically. Crowd of Madness, one humanoid of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. While the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head and a madness glows in its eyes. Done. The charmed target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you choose. Crown of Madness. That has two exclamation marks. Don't even need to read the rest of them. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Magic weapon and crown of madness. Are you serious? I don't need anything else. My magic weapon will be a spoon. All right, so that's going to wrap this up here for the evening. Uh, Listeners, thank you for joining us on this brief but action-packed episode where Sir Reginald and Tag bravely fought off. Yeah, let's go ahead and call it a Kraken. If it attacks and (laughs) slimy like a Kraken, it's a Kraken. (laughs) And now that they have reached Vermilion Point, we'll see next time how they choose to move on to Sir Reginald's hometown of Cerulea. Really looking forward to what's going to happen once they finally get there. If you'd like to join us on that adventure, you can always find us online at ForTheLore.com or follow us on Twitter at ForTheLore. And until next time, who knows what trouble they're going to get into. See, Alicia, this is why this is better to listen once it's edited. All of this crap is taken out. (laughs) (laughs) we sound like we know what we're doing I don't but Uh, you do (laughs) okay you're on whenever you want no intro music Uh, you guys in roll 20 I guess I should probably do that too Mm. (laughs) shut up because that'll give me time to finish getting my notes together
the hell are you doing? Did you forget that password? <laughs> That's a yes. I did not forget it. It's just uh-huh. not accepting uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't. That's why. I was a little unique with that one. Okay, I can do this. Yeah, that's all. I've been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, that one. Well, you're not in. Oh, I, I forgot to hit the join game. <laughs> I thought hitting the FTL was enough. It's not yeah, like I've I, done I, this before. Ever since they redesigned the website, I hit the wrong thing every time. We were still in the boat. We were on a boat. We were still in the boat, and we were appreciating the the sunrise, weren't we? Or the... the, mm-hmm. the, the or, After getting rid of the bodies, yeah. Remember. Yeah, whatever. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast. And lastly, thanks to Manelli Jamal for the show's theme music. We encourage everyone to check out his site, ManelliJamal.com, or find him on iTunes and help support this incredible musician by picking up his CDs.